Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Michael Martz, CIO at Meadville Medical Center. In this segment, Martz talks about the challenge of moving physician practices to a unified system, how his team got through two major projects at the same time, and what has his staff grinning. Hi, Michael. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Sure, Kate. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about Meadville Medical Center um, in terms of number of beds, what you have in the way of clinics, things like that? Sure. We are a uh, relatively full-service uh, community hospital, independent. We're in northwest Pennsylvania, uh, kind of between Pittsburgh and Erie, Pennsylvania, close to the Ohio border. We have about uh, 230 beds, um, strong uh, patient safety here. We've we've been recognized by Leapfrog and Consumers Reports for our, for our safety scores. Uh, we have a very strong uh, orthopedic program here. Uh, we're ranked in the top hundred for hip and knee replacement. Have a comprehensive oncology center, uh, four rural health centers, about 120 physicians. Uh, roughly 40 percent of them are employed. We have 23 uh, practices. That number keeps changing. Uh, two urgent mm -hmm. cares, two community dental centers, uh, reference lab. We have about uh, 1,600 employees in the organization, um, hospice, uh, mobile psych nursing, occupational health, uh, inpatient mental health, uh, inpatient outpatient rehab programs, uh, even a community transportation <laughs> program to help people get to, to their health care providers. Okay. So it's a, it's a broad range of things that we do here. Yeah. Um, we're, we're in a fairly rural part of Pennsylvania, and the, the nearest other hospitals to us are at least 30 miles away. So, so we have to be pretty comprehensive in serving the, the community that we're in. Okay. Let's talk about uh, clinical application environment. Um, are you uh, Meditech in the hospital? We are. Uh, we've had Meditech magic here for... Oh, gosh, probably 18 years or so. And uh, we're actually in the process now of migrating to Meditech 6.1. Uh, our go-live for that is scheduled for, for November 1st. And uh, then this following spring will be the beta site for Meditech's new uh, web-based ambulatory product. Okay. So we're very much looking forward to that. Yeah, that, that's a really interesting thing. Um, is that something where uh, there is some hesitancy just because it is, you know, being a beta site and, and there's some, some risk involved? <laughs> uh, no, not really, not really. I mean, we, we definitely approach it with our eyes wide open, but uh, we've, been, we've been carefully evaluating uh, what Meditech is offering. Uh, things, that, things that attracted us to this, was uh, number one, it's, it's usability. The, the new web-based product that they're building is probably the most attractive, intuitive EMR I've ever seen. Uh, you show it to, to physicians, and within a couple of minutes, they're taking the iPad from you and navigating themselves, and, and they just love it. Oh, and yeah. it, it, it almost looks like an iPad app rather than a, a regular system, so it's a very, very well-built thing. The other thing that, that uh, was a key criteria for us is that the, the ambulatory product is just a module of the main um, acute EMR. So it's a single database, single patient view, um, single patient record. And, and one of our core goals is to get 
a comprehensive unified view of the patient and not have uh, patient information in different silos where it's hard to get to. Right. So it seems like the the pros outweigh the cons. And very and, much so. Yeah. Very much so. It, there's there's certainly some risks, but but we have been very very pleased with the uh, level of engagement and support that we've had uh, with Meditech and with the developers so far. They've they've kept us very much involved as they've been going through the development process, um, uh, showing us the the versions as they come out with them, taking our suggestions, and we have a lot of cheerful. Uh, debates and, and jousting about how things should work, uh, but it's been a very, very good collaboration. Right, and and I'm sure that that's a, it's a pretty pretty cool opportunity to be able to be the <laughs> ones who test this out. <laughs> it, it is, uh, frankly, probably the the thing that I've enjoyed the most is that every every time our staff comes out of meetings with the Meditech team on the ambulatory system, they generally are grinning, and I've never seen that before. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a good sign. <laughs> it's a very good sign. Okay. So um, at this point, uh, I'm guessing there there are multiple systems being used uh, in the physician practices? There are. The, the majority of them are using a uh, system from McKesson called Metasoft, and, um, they're, and that unfortunately is, is not one system supporting all the offices. They're, they're each separate databases. And so it's given us a very, very fragmented view of the patient. And that's part of, that's probably the key problem that we're trying to overcome with moving everybody to the single unified system. Right. And that's, you know, the, the several benefits there. I'm sure just the fact that you've had a good experience and you're happy with Meditech in the hospital and, and being able to, to keep that in place and still have that unified record. Right. Right, exactly. And in the in the hospital itself, then uh, we're trying to consolidate everything to to the single platform as best we can. So we are we are moving the best of breed systems out, um, especially as we move to the new Meditech six one system. But there are some some exceptions. There are areas where we still need um, some specialty systems. In our oncology center, uh, we we have Varian for the EMR there. Uh, we have the GECPN system for a perinatal, at least at this point, um, a separate system for mums for the hospice, and you know a couple of other odds and ends like that. Now, with 6.1, um, I, I don't believe that I've heard that there's that many people on it right now. Is that something where there's still <laughs> kind of an early adopter type thing? Yeah, very much so. There, there's only uh, three that are, that are currently live. Uh, one of them is... Um, the hospital run by Ann Lara that, that you had interviewed, I think, six months oh, right. ago. Okay. Uh, so we will be the third or fourth hospital to go live on it. And it's it's a, an incremental growth from, from Meditech 6.0 that there are, gosh, probably two, 300 hospitals running on it. Um, so there are some modules that have been rebuilt in the new technology, and those are really the areas that are delightfully new, but also, um, you know, a bit, a bit of risk that comes with being an early adopter. Right, but it just uh, it, it will meet the organization's needs um, more effectively than the Magic system. It will, it will. Magic has been a very good system for us, uh, very effective. In fact, we we just finished our stage two attestation on Magic, but um, Meditech Six does a, a very good job of pulling together a lot of the internal silos. So, for example, with our clinicians, 
there's a whole lot less navigating from module to module to module to see all the information for a patient. It brings everything together from all those diverse points onto a single screen. It makes it a lot easier to get to what you need. And, and we definitely are seeing some, uh, some potential for, for productivity improvements from that. Okay. So you said you just finished the stage two attestation? Yes. What did you find to be uh, the, the biggest challenges in stage two as, as compared with uh, stage one? <laughs> oh, many of them. Uh, probably the biggest challenges were, were three. One was uh, CPOE. I, th- I think that's consistent with a lot of hospitals just getting, getting physicians used to using a CPOE. Uh, it's yeah. definitely a big step. And it was it was kind of hairy edge for us for a while as to whether we would make the numbers on that. And it took a lot of political will, a lot of political muscle all the way up through our executive team to, to uh, bring a lot of the physicians on board for that. The uh, patient portal turned out to be an interesting challenge for us. Uh, getting it up and running wasn't that bad. Uh, and, and offering it to the 50% uh, was was not a problem at all, but getting that five percent to actually come in and use it caused us to do some some marketing and um, uh, offering gift cards <laughs> and things that right. are definitely not normal and and uh, we're continuing continuing to look for ways that we can make that a much smoother process so that we don't have to get into some of the extraordinary measures we went through yeah. And that that's also very consistent with what what we're hearing too. Um, it's, yes, it's uh, a very par- difficult thing. The the other area that that was a surprising challenge for us that we weren't expecting was the public reporting interfaces. We had been doing public reporting interfaces before, but the new versions of them uh, and the the requirements of link codes and such that were not with the older versions turned out to be a much bigger challenge than we expected, and. Uh, that, that kept us sweating for a while. How, how did you eventually uh, work through it? Uh, some consulting help. Uh, we, probably the biggest problem for us was that we had hoped to complete Meaningful Use Stage 2 uh, in the first quarter that you could last fall, which was before we began the big Meditech 6 conversion project in, in seriousness. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen for a variety of reasons. So we we wound up with the two projects, Meaningful Use 2 and the Meditech 6 implementation, competing for our time. And right. that probably was our biggest challenge, was just two very critical things going on simultaneously. And so we had to bring in some help just to get through the, the heavy workload for that. And there, there was a, a lot of kind of deep in the system plumbing that had to be redone. Uh, uh, the Meditech systems include intelligent medical objects, IMO, that do a lot of the translation between our internal language and the standardized code sets like loin codes and others. And getting all the mapping put in place for that was a, a difficult body of work to get through. And so you, you, uh, you'd use consultants to kind of just, just get through, like you said, having, having two such huge projects going on at the same time. We did. We, we wound up uh, with our staff doing a bit less of the Meditech 6 work than we wanted because we had to divert them to the Meaningful Use Stage 2 work. So there was a lot of load balancing to, to work through on that. But a lot of education. Um, much of this technology is new to everybody, so we 
we weren't able, always able to go out and find someone with experience who knew this right offhand. We had a lot of self-teaching and, and learning to do and a lot of debugging to do. Also with the with the interfaces, uh, the state of Pennsylvania wasn't uh, always ready when we were ready. So we would do a bunch of heavy work and then have to wait and then dive into a bunch of more work when, when the state was ready to go. Yeah, that, that's got to be frustrating. Uh, it comes with the job. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and how, how, as far as the experience with the consulting, was it something that it worked out pretty well because it was just what you needed at the time? Yeah, yeah. The, the consulting, uh, the primary consulting firm that we've been working with has done a, a terrific job supporting us and, and being very flexible to meeting our needs. So we've had, had very good results. I imagine it's something where, you know, you, you don't want to spend any more money, but you kind of have to bite that bullet and say, you know, there's just too much going on. Yeah, well, you know, when, when you've got a, a million dollars of meaningfully, <laughs> stage two meaningful use money sitting on the line, you right. know, it, it becomes not too hard to justify the extra expense. Oh, yeah, sure. Now, as far as, as the attestation, did you have kind of like a, a – like a meaningful use team, like there were, were there people kind of tasked with certain things as far as, you know, everything that needed to be done for attestation? Oh, sure. Yeah, it is a very broad effort. Um, stage two meaningful use for us wound up being about 20 different projects all running simultaneously, um, each of them focused on, on the individual measures. And in many of the measures, we, we were already meeting them from stage one, uh, beating them in many cases. So there were, there were some things that were easy. Um, but uh, we we had multiple projects going simultaneously to to knock off some of the hard ones. 